So you believe all this garbage? What, that White's a superior? Mm-hmm. You know, I read a lot. Even disgusting crap like Mein Kampf. You know what I know for sure? Is that behind hate is fear. You're just a coward. Yeah, behind all this bravado, you're just a scared little cunt. Hey, my loves, what is good, Divine Dolls? I know I've been in hiatus. Um, got over my flu for the most part. Um, but just really been in my headspace. Um, and sometimes I get really frustrated with myself because I feel like I should be pushing out content. Um, but trust me and believe me when I say that these quiet times... I am um, taking everything in. I am definitely in the trenches with, with a lot of you who are in the chats and in the comments. And um, I want to, I, I wrote some notes down here. It was at the bottom, but I really want to go ahead and just pay tribute to Tanya TKO. She's been putting in the work, y'all. And um, she said a phrase in there. She said... Uh, I was watching her commentary on this whole um, debacle surrounding Erica Mina, and I'm pretty sure by this point you're gonna see the title. It's gonna I'm gonna do a series called like I don't know when I say I'm gonna do a series. It's kind of like you know it's gonna be a running theme. I don't know that I'll outright put this at the beginning of the series, but it's gonna be called like you know F Black Girl Magic and. Um, A lot of that rhetoric has been kind of like a common theme. Um, And so, but uh, one of the things that Tanya said this morning was, you know, the rest of us warrior women are putting in the work so that the rest of you can enjoy life. And trust me when I say that, you know, behind all my commentary and sometimes I come on here and I'm lighthearted and you know, kind of just do the musing, but there's a lot of thought that's going on. And like I said, I am, I do look for patterns. Um, I look and I've said this before. I, I listen to what people say. And one of the, the things that I've heard over and over again, um, Maya Angelou said, when people tell you who they are, believe them. And I think that even with us women, you know, I think that it's easy for us to be on guard when, you know, it's like men tell us stuff and they use misogynoir. But even some of the content creators that I have listened to, two in particular, are anti-black women. And I've had to grapple with that. I think that... um even I think with the downtime, it kind of has me shooketh because it's in the quiet moments that you start to peel back the layers and you say, okay, if I were to peel back, this is a woman and I was just to take the comments for what they are in black and white, you would see it for what it is. Um, a lot of you know that I would, I really did want there to be a sisterhood 
but I don't, I think that it's, 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 um, delusional. Um, um, I think I'm in the demographic of women that were very much like extend the olive branch. Um, even like my hiring practices and my advocacy, um, has tended to be for for women. Another person that I uh that said something that stu- stood out to me, a young lady, right? Um and I don't know that I want to put her name in this mess as much as it's a lot of mess in, in you know some of the things that I'm going to say. But um I I do remember who it is, but like I said I don't want to put her in my mess, but I remember her saying this was maybe about a month ago. She says a lot of these marginalized groups of women that black women are fighting and advocating for, they don't feel the same way about you, right? They don't feel the same way about you. And when she said that, the way that I look to is if I hear something, I'm going to test it. I'm going to test that theory. I'm going to hold up that statement against everything I see. And I'm either going to, you know, over some period of time say, nope, that was just not true. Or I'm going to see that that would what that person said is true. And the more I started to think about it, I started to look at like, okay, a lot of us black women are out here extending the olive branch and we're putting in, you know, blood, sweat and tears to make sure that women all across the world, you know, have rights and can vote and are treated like women and loved and cherished and all this stuff. And then as I started to notice these women don't feel the same way about me- about melanin rich women. And um that's when it kind of like all these things came together. I'm like this is a fuck black girl magic um sentiment that has been going on for a long time and I think that a lot of these things we've been seeing over the past few months and I think this year in particular are coming to the surface. And the fuck black girl magic is not coming from men. It's coming from women. And it's coming from marginalized um, groups. Um, One of the first things we heard earlier this year was women, black women, melanin-rich women, being called hyenas. Okay? So, and it was so crazy to me because a lot of the times when us women were talking, as black melanin-rich women, were talking about how these passport boys are going over there to exploit other women, and we were talking about how, you know, what this is going to do for their communities, what it's going to mean for their children, and the exploitation, we're out here like, hey, these are red flags, these are warnings, and they're just kind of like, yeah, you're hyenas. Okay. Red flag number one. Then, then another point. Um, at the time I'm recording this is we we're just coming off of the tail end of Erica Mena calling, um, a black woman a monkey, and um, I won't spend too much time on that because there's lots enough commentary on that. But this is also on the tail end of somebody like um, the funky. There's a guy on Fox Soul that uh, came out calling um, 
he he had this all this rhetoric to spit out about black women, and this is the thing he he didn't just do it about Chloe and Haley, Bailey. Um, he also did this uh with other women. Um, lots of clips have been coming to the surface that he didn't get called out on. Um, one of the the first times that I heard about him was when he was um talking trash about Blue Ivy, and she was just a toddler at the time. I don't know the guy really too much. Um, I haven't really, don't know really too much more of who he is. Other than that, he resurfaced years later. Obviously, at this time, Blue Ivy is, she's probably what, like 11, 12, um, 13? I don't know, but but she's not a toddler anymore. But somehow he's maintained, I guess, his job at that place, at Foxhole, which I think is interesting because I feel like if you're going to have something that's a platform for black people, then you should have a space where at least we're a protected class in within that. Like if you want to spew anti-black rhetoric or anti-melanin rhetoric, then there's platforms for that. But I don't think you should come on on black platforms and be able to spew that. Um, I talked about a little bit how on um, I did one of the last podcasts I did, I talked about how this guy had the audacity to go on to Ebony and spew all of this stuff about how black women are not sophisticated. It's like, if you wanted to do that, you could have gone to Vogue. You could have gone to Cosmopolitan. You could have gone to the, I think Playboy had a a book at the time. You could have gone to Time Magazine with that ish. Good Housekeeping of America or whatever. But why would you go and and spew that on Ebony or Jet and that type of thing? That's just like really messed up to me. Um... But I think also like one of the other women that I stopped listening to, and it was one of those things where it, it's kind of like, I, I get it. I mean, I'm encouraging you to kind of take people at face value. If you can strip away that, you know, how they look on the outside um, and how they're presenting and listen to what they're saying. I, I think that a lot of women, because this is the thing, like with both instances, they have a lot of black women supporters. And I and so, but we see the same thing with a lot of black women supporting M- Erica Mena and um, the Deneva guy and um, other scenarios where us black, like melanin rich women, are willing to denigrate ourselves. Um, and so um, they will the same way that they support black men that are anti melanated women. Um, they also, you also have women who will follow men and women that say these things. One of the women I heard talking and I thought about, as soon as I heard it, I was, that was just a nail in the coffin for me. I think that, um, I wanted to record it, but it made me so sick to my stomach. I think that I, I could, I know which video it is. I could go back and just play the soundbite. Cause I really don't want to have to be the person that is saying this stuff. You should hear it directly from the horse's mouth. But they were just like, yeah, a lot of white people are um, are being discriminated against and they're actually racist to white people. And she's like, I get to get away with saying this stuff um, because I, I, you know, and this is those marginalized groups, right? And it made me, it really bothered me, obviously, still to this day. But I think that it was kind of like one of those things that's like, wow, so you choose not to see 
what that dominant society did to to that culture and how they caused them harm. Um, you wouldn't say that about the Jewish community, but you're comfortable, even though you're marginalized yourself, you want to use your your complexion and your skin to associate with dominant society to then spew that rhetoric on the other marginalized society. And so so she was just like, yeah, I feel like a lot of white people are discriminated against and they're um, they're being racist to white people and being so like savage and mean to white people. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, and you can tell like the context, too. It's like she has black, uh, you know, or melanin rich people who are paying for her services, for her content, affiliated. And those are her thoughts on them. Right. So I feel like um I feel like, yeah, so people are going to be talking about the conversations that's going on between men and men. I have talked a little bit about how there is going to be a rise in, um, I guess what the term would be warrior goddesses, but it's going to be so interesting because um, when Tanya was saying that, you know, we're going to have warrior goddesses that are going to be fighting to make the world a better place. When I think for the most part about how women fight, it's we fight, but it's for different things. So we're going to fight for like, you know, things that affect humanity. How do we have a better ecosystem? How do we raise our kids better? How do we have better health care? How do we have access for a lot? And then you have women that are going to continue to perpetuate that infighting you know, where they will go for your juggler to get your money or go for your juggler because they think that they're better than you, right? And they're not going to see you as a woman or anything else because you're just not, you are melanin rich, right? So um, I think another egregious moment that I've seen too is Right when the stuff came out with Erica Mena, it's like the other one doubles down and is like trying to tell black women like, oh, well, white women were slaves too. Listen, if, if when I tell you, but when people tell you who they are, believe them. It, and like I said, I'm very comfortable being in the minority and staying over here. I'm going to see how long it's going to stay. You know, keep people are going to keep up with this. But a lot of the supporters that are with her, she don't even like y'all. <laughs> she don't even like y'all. But y'all, the same way y'all paid Kevin Samuels, y'all going to pay people who don't like you. But that's okay. It won't be me, though. It won't be me. But yeah, so that's kind of like my beginning commentary on the whole fuck black girl uh, magic to me the fuck black girl magic movement is women non-melanated women um hatred towards melanin rich women it's a very much in in sisterhood fight um sisterhood in the sense that we're all women but literally like you know melanin rich women are the black sheep of the sisterhood and it is so unwarranted on so many ways. And I think that um, even I speak for myself, too. This is why 
once I started to notice that, I'm not going to be, I am absolutely, absolutely not going to be telling black women to stand down um, and not address, you know, this type of stuff. There was, it was so interesting to me too, because even with the nurse um, in Europe, that she um, toe tagged like six or eight babies, a whole bunch of babies. And she was like pumping like air into their into their veins and overfeeding. One of them, she overfed the baby. One of them, she put some type of poison in the food's baby, in the baby's food. Um, just all kinds of wickedness. And, you know, they have this news commentator. It's this woman and she's like, she just doesn't look like someone who would do this and it made you kind of think like you listen to what people are saying you listen to what they're not saying and it's this whole idea of like well if it was a you know what what does a what does a baby killer look like you know um I know with conversations about the Erica Mina thing it's like this whole idea that she's better than melanated women um because of her hair. And the conversation that even led us into this is because her um, baby's dad had gassed her head up with this, right? He fed into her notion that you're better than the uh, melanated women in my community because you have straight hair, you have less melanin, you're fit, you're friendly, you're feminine, you're classy. Girl, when I saw how she flipped over that table and the way she yells, like, oh, my God. I could never. I just, I don't know. I, that, but, you know, and and so, but, and it gets really old and tired, too, because I think that, um, I, the way I think about this, and I'm going to get off of here, too. I've talked about this, too. I do feel like a part of me is going to report to Mother Divine. When when it's time for me to check out a year, I'm going to tell on all y'all pitches. Like, I'm reporting to her, and I'm going to tell her exactly what it is. And like I've said, I do believe that Mother Divine is a black woman. That's just the stage that I'm in now. It's either a white woman or a white Jesus. Like, I don't know, like a white male. But... I feel like um I feel like I want to one be thankful that she chose me to send me in her embodiment. I think that it's really bizarre when black women, you know, um come here and they're like, Oh, I was sent here by Mother Divine as a black woman, but fuck black girl magic though. And um I'm like, who does that? Why would you? Mm-mm. I'm not. Mm-mm. If we're all reporting the duty from the same, you know, with 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 not, I wouldn't say same assignments, but we're all here reporting for duty. I would never do anything to disparage the embodiment of what I came here for. You know, um. I think I, I want to say this too, like, I told my mom this, um, but somebody, I do not remember this, but I don't remember who said it, but when they said it at my whole grown age, this was just within the, well, when I was sick and I was at home just this past go around and they said, you know what, I like to think of us as melanin rich 
And that just really touched my heart because it's like, okay, fine. If we don't want to use the, I'm not black. I know black. I know black. I know black. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing to me, y'all. I don't, mm. but um, if we want to go the, I know black, you know, thing, you can just say, I'm melanin rich. And, and I, you know, in many ways, I think about the like my if I had children like my daughter oh my gosh I would just have to be pouring so much into her because this anti-black woman rhetoric or anti-melanin melanated women rhetoric is just it's insane and like I said too like you would think that you know um whether you're dealing with somebody from another culture you know like with the hispanic culture or, or asian culture or indian culture you know what's also funny to me too so um i remember when kamala was running for you know on the um i think she was running for president um when she said this um or but in either event she ended up becoming you know uh vp for for biden but at one point during her campaign, they asked her if she was going to do anything for black people. And she's like, if you think, and she was jerking her head around, if you think I'm going to sit here and do anything for black people, no. And y'all, I'm, I kid you not, like right here on my, I'm in the middle of watching a movie. Um, it's a really good movie, by the way. Um, it's called Interrogation. And I freaking love that movie. Like I'm uh I am 25 minutes in and the way that this guy's mind works, oh, I freaking love it. It's right up my alley in terms of how I like my action movies, but this is going to be like one of my top favorites. Like I'm just going to bump it up to the top 10 of all time, all favorite movies and stuff like that. But, um, but I kid you not in the new on the news, I, I listened to her interview with Al Sharpton and it's just like this whole thing where they can play games with you and they understand that there is significance in, you know, like the black vote or the black woman's vote. And but they will play with it and they will. As much as they know it's important, it's kind of like take it for granted or they understand that they can just kind of, you know, passes around a little bit and then when it's time for mid-election you know types um things then it's kind of like oh you know I talked about this before she's like well we know that it's if you're going to be working three and four jobs and have children to take care of then and it's like who is she talking to that those are marginalized those are black women those are melanin women and those are the ones that she's now counting on their vote when she hasn't even done anything for them. She hasn't done it. You know, it's just uh, a whole mess all around, right? A whole mess all the way around. Um, and then now all of a sudden she's talking about how her mom used to take her to civil rights. Like, no, that's not even a part of your culture. Like, there's no need to lie, especially if you just wanted for a vote and you already told us how you felt. Like, like I said, I am in a space right now where I'm just not even going <clears> to, <throat> I don't care what color you are or what gender you are. I'm hearing exactly what you're telling me and I'm not going to apologize for this. I'm absolutely not. 
And this is why I'm so grateful for even people like Tanya and other women who are more vocal. I feel like I bring up more of the rear end, very much Sigma. And I wanted to add my voice to this. I feel like it does feel good that us women are are voicing our opinions because even just the funk that I've had some pretty good days, y'all. Y'all know I've been trading. I'm getting the hang of it. I love it. I love that I chose it. I love even when I have losing days, like I'm getting better. You can see the improvement and y'all it I just this is it, right? But it's so interesting to me that in between life and family, a lot of you know my parents are here for a little bit before they go back to Costa Rica, and I'm enjoying that time with them and you know, conversations I have with my family, you know, and it's so interesting how you can be going through life and all of these other layers that happen below the surface, they do take a mental toll on you. And I think that these are always things that I I think that the rest of us have had to just push through the noise in our day-to-day lives. A lot of us have talked about how when we were kids growing up and we were in school and church and we would be getting bullied for our hair texture, our phenotype and on all of this other stuff. And you just push through it. But I think that now it's nice to have community. I don't necessarily want us to get into a place where we're trauma bonding, but I know that it, I want us to advocate more for each other. And I think that um, seeing how our voices, you know, especially like, again, like I said with Tanya, really, really, really appreciate her pushing through the conversations that are happening with the funky Deneva person, um, conversations that are going on with Erica Mena. From what I understand, her her channel her video did get flagged, and but with it came up the conversation. She was very vocal with them about how she thought that this person had to be removed, you know, from love and hip hop. And so here it is. She's fired. I think another important thing that is important too, like just so you have an understanding. I, I, you know, free speech, I believe in free speech. I think that what's important and what people are saying is it's the consequences. So I don't think that you should be able to monetize off of it. Or <clears throat> I think that it's wise for places like YouTube to demonetize um, fish, uh, fish and um, fired and evicted, right? I feel like if they want to say that stuff, then by all means, right? But I don't think that they should be monetized. And, um, right? So if, if Erica Mina wants to continue to, to call, you know, melanated women all kinds of monkeys, I feel bad for her kids. I really do because you better trust and believe when somebody shares those sentiments, they absolutely are taking stuff out like that on their kids. Absolutely. Ain't no way about it. Like, and then it makes me wonder too, like when these kids grow up, again, that's that, that compassionate part of me. Um, uh, but I feel like <clears throat> it, it's just so sad because these kids are going to grow up with that same rhetoric and like you want to be mad at them. And it's like, but at the same time, you have to speak out about it because they're going to grow up with the same sentiments that their parents did. And they're going to be the next cl- next you know, race of child, like, um, um, generation of children that are going to be calling you all kinds of monkeys and hyenas and saying that white people are, are being discriminated against and we're being racist to white people. What? 
I don't know. So I just, I'm at a point where I'm just going to take people at their face value in the sense of like, when you, when, listen, and a lot of the times I feel like the thing about social media now is people will tell you. And I think especially women, because I, um, I started off talking about how this whole fuck black girl match. All right, y'all, I got a phone call. I, I'm, I'm going to go. But, um, so the, um, the whole, this, my conversations are like, I'm done having conversations about what's going on with men and women. I need us to have conversations, what's going on in the quote unquote sisterhood. And especially as it re- relates to melanated women and like I said, just bringing up the tail end, some things I will be at the forefront at, but one thing like Sigma female, I'm definitely coming up behind, you know, coming behind the, in the rear. So like the alpha female in, you know, in, ter- in terms of like being at the forefront at the lead, she's going to take things head on. But I feel like me, I'm definitely going to come in and provide support, provide that ammo, provide that, you know, strengthen numbers, um, add to my, add my voice to what the things that they're saying and the the movements that they're, that they're trying to get done for the rest of us. I think that, um, I talked a little bit about how before when we were growing up and, and even now it's like, you can be going through the day to day stuff. This stuff absolutely does take a toll on you. I think that, you know, it just, if you're a melanated woman then or melanin rich woman, then yeah, you this is not the first time you've heard the monkey conversation. It's not the first time you've heard yourself been called a hyena or other kind of derogatory terms or like the fuck black girl magic thing, right? But at least we know that we can find support online and we're not in this um alone and that there's gonna be strengths in numbers and um and I'm glad that we have advocacy. Because um, even as I was laying, you know, and just thinking about how this affects me, it's like back in the days, you just you just go through this stuff and you really do feel alone. So we'll be talking more about it. I'm pretty sure I'll be there a hashtag, but it's again, addressing what's happening with we, we, I think we do need to address, um, what is happening with women on women? There's not going to be a sisterhood until you affect address this whole type of thing, right? I don't think it's... I Like I said, also I want to make sure I say this too. I'm not going to be out here encouraging black women to extend olive branches in unrequited love. If I learned anything about the twin flame journey and the phrase unrequited love, I'm not going to tell y'all out here to engage in unhealthy behavior because that's completely unhealthy. You, I'm not going to tell you to, um, keep turning the other cheek to, to people, um, or other women for, you know, I, I understand that back in the days we would want to been like, oh, pro woman, this and woman centered. I think that you do with the people who do it back to you, right? With the people who, um, respect you as a melanin rich, uh, as a melanin rich woman who respect you as a woman there. And there are women out like that out there. But I don't want any of my people, my women out there trying to make things work with, with people. And like I said, and nowadays, they'll tell you. They'll tell you exactly where they stand with black women. They're going to tell you, I don't like black women or these are my thoughts and my sentiments on you. And when they say it, just believe them. 
Just believe them. Don't take it for like, well, they look so nice and they look so sweet and they look so feminine. No, they're telling you, believe them. And so then now we can choose to move accordingly, you know? So those are my thoughts. All right, y'all, I'm going to get back to my, I got to make my phone call back. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all, you cannot make this up. So remember I told you I'm watching this movie called Interrogation. So I'm at the, you know what? Let me let me play this for you guys because I, I <laughs> you cannot make this stuff up. I told you I was watching at the 20 minute mark. So there's this guy that wants to blow up like, you know, America and stuff like that because of his religious beliefs and stuff. But he's connected to this basically white supremacist um, group and they have like their um, their um, oh, the word was just on the tip of my tongue their uh, um, Nazi flags and stuff like that, like their white supremacist flags up. <coughs> and so listen to what this guy tells him, right? The um, the CI agent. So you believe all this garbage? What, that whites are superior? Mm-hmm. So that's the bartender. Um... And he's saying that whites are superior and he has a picture of um, Hitler in the background with the swastika signs and everything. He's like, we're not superior, we're better, okay? You know, I read a lot. Even disgusting crap like Mein Kampf. You know what I know for sure? Is that behind hate is fear. You're just a coward. So I think that that's just interesting. I think that there's time. The timing is so interesting on that behind the hate is fear and you know this whole podcast i i probably have to come back and tie it up a little bit more because i I did have several distractions going on and um and just piecing things together but we were talking about how with a lot of these women that are not it's like this whole infighting thing. And I think that there is something we need to be careful with, like just how it's more women coming out against melanin rich women. I don't have all the answers. All I'm saying is I just noticed the patterns, like I said, which coincidentally with this movie interrogation, he does the same thing too. He just works with patterns. This is, this is why I like the movie anyways, but he just works with patterns and he pieces them together and um, like I said, it's kind of interesting how even in this movie, he talks about how there's that fear. And when you talk about like even how these um, white supremacists, what do they do? They start off with the vocalization of like how they're better than you, whether it's because of you're here, they're here or because they have less melanin or whatever, what have you and trying to diminish. And so is there something to be feared about melanin rich women? What is it? You know, I've talked a lot about the Eve gene and how out of the Eve gene, it's like we give birth to everything, everything from the redheads to the blonde, blue eye to all the different colors and and everything. We, you know, and I think that as a melanin rich women, we are the last of a dying breed. I think that it's important that we stick together. We have each other and but we're the last of of a dying breed. And I feel like. We should have pride on our way out. Um, and there's a reason that we are feared. And I, you know, I keep thinking of the movie that like the last of the Mohicans, but 
let's just enjoy the moments that we have. And there's there's a reason that they fear us. Maybe they know why they fear us more than we even do or, or want to acknowledge for ourselves. I think we just try to go around living our best moisturized life. Um, <laughs> but I really do feel like we are under attack as a specific demographic, you know. And um, like I said, I'll just be safe out there because it's at a point, it's at a boiling point where I don't think we should take it lightly that if you have a lot of these public figureheads saying this type of stuff and people are agreeing with them and it's, and it's like I said, women content creators um, on social media platforms. And like I said, the amount of people that are behind them, like we just have to be careful. Um, And like I said too, it's kind of disturbing because I, if I, if I'm gonna keep it 100, but I'm not gonna say too too much. If I'm talking to you and you're telling me that you're siding with Erica Mena, yeah, like no, we're gonna go our separate ways. <laughs> like you and me are done, son. All right, I'm gonna talk to y'all later. Bye.